This is called, well, we're going to title this one something along the lines of the wrap-up. And by wrap-up, we don't mean um, we're wrapping up the pod. We're just before what we call the busiest time of the year for the e-commerce industry and retail in general. We think that uh, we, it, well, it is probably prudent that we, you know, have a little bit of a hiatus until after probably Christmas. Yep. Um, so this will be the last step that we release for 2023, which is sad, happy. I don't know how to feel about it. I feel like we've come a long way this year. We've done a lot. Like we were just going through all the episodes that we've kind of released. And when we go through them all, like we've done well, I must say, considering we started this year, not even thinking or having this in our mind, like, oh yeah, we'll we'll do a podcast. I must say, we're we're pretty honest guys, right? We're pretty honest. And I must say, we started the pod with little to no direction. Yeah. <laughs> we just started the pod and we were just like, you know what, we're just going to start a pod and see what it, what happens. And to be honest, some days I wake up and I'm very impressed with, with and like I'm really happy with, you know, how far we've come and then some days I, I feel like. What the fuck? We have so much, <laughs> so much more scope yeah. um, in the future, which is really, really exciting for 2024. I'm sure we'll um, make moves and, and scale up the operation and, and, Obviously, we'll, yeah, we'll touch on that. Yeah, um, I think to put it in, anyway. into perspective, I just think it's we already struggle putting a lot of time into it now, and it's going to be very difficult coming into that last two months of the year, which That's for us, yeah. for us, is always really fucked. So, yeah. why we, is it fucked? It's just fucked because think about it from now. So, <coughs> we're recording this in mid October. I think this is going to go live towards the end of October. Probably, yeah, probably in about a week. Give us, give us a rundown on, on the last six weeks of the year for you well, or eight weeks of the year. Well, first of all, <laughs> I leave for Japan for two weeks uh, this Sunday. So that's a bit of a fuckery. But the from now on to basically when Black Friday starts, which is mid-November, it is full-on prep mode, getting the operations down packed, getting the retail side of things all ready to go, the stock, the people, the hiring, um, making sure, you know. Yeah, let's the, divide it up. So retail. I'd say if then. you're listening to this, Black Friday is going to go live on the 15th of November. Woohoo. <laughs> so if you're one of our lucky fans, Cunt. you can start prepping for that. You can DM us for an exclusive <laughs> discount code. <laughs> Honestly, if you DM us for an exclusive, <laughs> we'll give you an extra whatever discount code on Black Friday because if you're listening to this app, you've, you've done well. You're a real fan. You've done well, yeah. <laughs> and we absolutely love We you. respect you. Um Okay, uh, let's divide it up. So retail, we have retail and we have online. Yep. Talk to me. Talk to me about retail because that's sort of the 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 part of the whole logistical nightmare of Black Friday and where sort of things can break down the yep. most. So first, give, give us a rundown. First, I would just like to start by putting music on. <laughs> Maybe just. <laughs> You know, setting the mood. Uh, it's the last last episode for for uh, you know the, the year. So much. I reckon. To... I actually think they that we should just run the episode with this music. I so everyone love can... it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll see. We'll what see. did you describe this music as? This is it is Italian like, tech? It's called Italo Italo House. Wait, what was it? Italo Disco. 
Oh, it's fantastic. It's fucking good. It's the perfect like podcasting music to, you know. It's the perfect just, you know, you've got your sunny's, it's got our vibe to sunny's it. on, 25 degrees outside, you're by the beach, roof <laughs> down. That's the, that's the kind of music it is. Yeah, you're anyway. driving a convertible. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Good. Okay. Retail. Um, we begin, obviously retail has a lot of different aspects. So, you know, we are trying to build an omnipresent brand, meaning that we can uh, have one, you know, seamless experience in the retail stores as well as online, whether Please. we are succeeding in that or not. Again, DM us and you'll get a discount code. So we'll, <laughs> we, we'll, we can- um, We're now selling through podcasts. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> nah. Um, so what we would do is making sure that I think the main thing is we can really fulfill the stores in terms of stock because a limitation of what we currently have is since we are running three different warehouses that- uh, four, four different warehouses. Or four different warehouses if you include the new baby. Yeah, just to just to aside there, we've, we're meant to be moving into our new DC, which is another little Easter egg for you guys if you're listening. But we're meant to be moving into our new warehouse, which is like massive. And we're going to consolidate all of our other three warehouses. But uh, obviously building and, and that all that sort of stuff gets delayed and we aren't going to be able to get in before blackout. So... We're really just utilizing warehouses all over the Tullamarine, Melbourne airport area. Yep. Uh, and we have, yeah, the boys going between these warehouses with vans and trucks trying to make sure that we're getting your orders out. Um, sorry, where, yeah. where were you? No, I was just saying that making sure that we can fulfill those stores with the stock that's coming from four different warehouses and – it's difficult during the Black Friday period when we get an influx of, you know, over 50,000 orders in a two-week period and you're trying to fulfill those orders. So making sure that we've, you know, allocated stock prior to that period is very important and, 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 and it's not just a seamless task that can get done overnight. So that takes planning. Um, then obviously staffing for the retail stores, as people can imagine, you know, there's a big influx. So you need to do the Christmas casual hiring. We now have six stores. So with six stores, that equals, you know, probably five to 10 staff per store. Um, you can imagine that there's a lot of hiring there. And then I'd say making sure that we also have all the marketing down packed, uh, at, you know, here at the office to make sure that the stores are also um, aligned with the sales that we're running. Yeah. The, the educational aspect for the stores correct. where it, pricing yeah. and, and policy-based because yep. things change for that. Things change that when there's a staff. Sale. Staff need to be known. Information needs to travel through. So those things are an element that you know we've gotten better at, and I think it just gets more difficult. Like we were talking about it yesterday, how as the business is getting bigger and you get more people, it's not linearly. It's like it's not correlated linearly. Where you know you might go from a hundred people to one hundred and fifty, but the workload feels pretty fucked. So yeah, it's just especially make, for us, especially for us. So it's just well, making sure yeah. we, you know, as, as, um, CEOs, like what you really want to do is have touch points with as many people as possible. You only have a certain amount of time during your day and you actually have your own tasks. So where, where the, uh, you know, the exponential sort of, it's not a burden, but the exponential drain of your time, which is your resource comes is when, these busy periods come up and there's just so many things to communicate to other people. And obviously we're getting better at that. We are. Um, and we're going to obviously, you know, move to create processes to 
to streamline all of these aspects, but that's a massive thing that we've learned this year and yep. managing people as a whole in, and, and building a team, which has been so fantastic. Rewarding. It's, yeah, been rewarding. it's been awesome. Yeah, it's been I think awesome. I think it's good and we were touch, touching it on it again when we were speaking yesterday how – You know um, what's crazy? Sorry. Go. Okay. Like 2020, we're in this warehouse right now. We're in um, the warehouse that we moved to. The in, first of four. The first of four warehouses. We moved into uh, this warehouse in 2019 and it was literally just you and I. Yep. So basically three and a half years ago, it was just you and I. 2020, we had a few hires and now we're looking at a company with over 100 staff, which is just crazy to think about in the space of three years. Yeah, it's fucked. How about I chuck that one at you? Yeah, no, it's fine. <laughs> and and there was basically kind of building on my point where we were talking about how by doing it, it just kind of requires you to, you know, I want to say uh, to an extent maybe stepping out of your comfort zone and really become a leader. Uh, yeah. And I think that's kind of crucial as, you know, in, in positions of ours where people look up to you and you need to kind of be that beacon of stability and um, trying to stay as calm as possible. And, and at the end of the day, you know, these, these people kind of rely on, on us to make sure that we are uh, looking out for them and doing the best to of our to our abilities. And we kind of owe it to everyone that, you know, works so hard for us. And that's, you know, even if they're just casuals at the retail stores or they've been with us since 2020, I just think, you know, it would be, it would be a shame if we didn't try our most best to at least, you know, give our all and um, try not grow this thing to what we think we can do. So exactly right. Um, yeah, I think that kind of fuels fuels my myself, and I know it fuels you. Just making sure that we have this obligation to to you know look after the welfare of of, of our yeah people. The, the the thing when you get to like a company of this size and this, you feel you almost feel a sense of security because you're like, oh, we've got to a level where you know, we're at a certain size, we're making a certain amount of revenue, we've got a certain amount of employees so everything can just run. Yeah. And you know what that screams to me? Fucking complacency. Yeah. Because in an industry where it's so far fast-paced and there's so much going on and all of these brands that are in front of you or behind you, they're all nipping at your heels for market share and, and all that sort of stuff. So as soon as you think we've done enough, we can take our foot off the gas. We don't have to do X, Y, and Z, yep. put in those hours and put in that hard work. That's the time where the ship just stays stagnant yep. or starts moving backwards. So, yeah, building on your point, it's very important that as uh, leaders and then the leaders also within the business that uh, apart from us, it's almost like a barometer Um to make sure that we're always, you know, going in the right direction and building building the brand. Yeah. Um and it's only going to get more apparent because as we get as you get bigger, you've got more people that are obviously invested in the company and really want to grow with the company and the duty of care from us is is obviously paramount. Yeah, but I think people. the key the so, key in positions of ours as CEOs, owners, founders is to obviously make sure we stay present and then by staying present, I think a big role of ours with all these other roles is just to make sure we are always providing the vision, you know, the direction which 
um, is what the very like as being by being a founder, like it's very difficult to kind of teach someone or to give someone the ability to give direction, especially we've only been around for, you know, seven to eight or nine years with staff, three years, three to four years. So it is very key by giving direction, by training, motivating, and being able to do that and leverage your time by, you know, teaching other people who can then do the, you know, almost yeah. be like mini us. So then uh, it kind of, like you said before, like bigger outreach and uh, you can affect more people and, pass down the message and exactly right. information. So that's the beauty of the game. Yeah. Processes so, and structures need to be built. Not structures, but processes and 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 the Bible needs yeah. to be built to be able to implement. So we got a little bit Division. off topic. We got a anyway. bit, bit off topic. So, so that was retail. That was retail, all right? <laughs> we can apply those principles with the rest of the business. But Black Friday, retail. Now, what's another one? Do you want to go on... Uh, marketing or do you want to go to um, operations in the warehouse? We yeah, I'd probably just want to touch on operations. Um, Tell me about orders online. Go. Online. Uh, e-com. Obviously we have the app. We have, well, we actually have shipped a customer from stores if we've run out of stock in there. And we also have the the um, website itself. So obviously we expect to get, in the tens of thousands of orders, well, high I, tens of thousands of orders. Let's just give a bit of a breakdown. Last Black Friday, we'll just have a quick. I think it was, I think it was sixty thousand orders during the Black Friday last year. Tis was, yes, sixty-five thousand orders. Let me just be. Let me just give an honest rant for a minute and give give the facts. Let me give you the facts. Okay, give us. Let's the just facts. say we don't make any more orders than last year, which is. Possible. That's possible. It's not. It's in. The, it's in the realm of possibilities. In our position, that's what you need to do. Yeah. You need to- so let's just say whatever. It's let's just say it's sixty. The problem is that now that we haven't moved into this new DC, we have we cannot physically fit any more pick packing stations in our current warehouse. Oh. And our current run rate of packing is around three thousand to three thousand three hundred. I that- would say orders a day. And you do some quick math. We're looking at eighteen to twenty days of of hard yakka, nine ten hour shifts in the warehouse from very very impressive people that really care about the business that want us to get your well if you're a fan get your orders out. Um, and that's just the conundrum we're faced with. Like, obviously, there's going to be provisions of, you know, we're going to tell everyone that there's going to be delays in shipping. But what our fate is we, we, we physically cannot change it. Um, to get out more orders, you need more people. You need more space. So we're going into this sale with an element of admission that it's going to be a tough one. Um, we're obviously going to try our best and we're going to give it our absolute utmost to get the orders out as quickly as possible. But if we... If we just look at the math, and I know we're data-driven people, yes, it's going to be a it's going to be a humdinger over three weeks for the operations team, and we've sort of um, been massaging that into everyone in the in the warehouse that it's going to be difficult. But once this Black Friday is over, we do know that we're going to be moving into the the new DC, which is super exciting, which should elevate our level um, of output and and just efficiency in general. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you've got three, four warehouses of of stock. We need to move the stock around to get orders out. 
there's a limitation of packing ability and there's also a limitation obviously of time as well. Um, so th- that's that's the the structure of e-com and that's the structure of operations in the warehouse and it's, yeah, I'm trying not to get grim about it Yeah, look, because it's, it's exciting to me and I know we'll get it done but you've just got to be mindful that it's it's going to be a tough one. We've always enjoyed this time of the year anyway because we get to really get our hands dirty, we get involved and this is probably the time where you really truly see where your bottlenecks are yep. and especially operationally. So, I mean, we know very clearly uh, moving, uh, since we already did the last big sale, which was end of financial year, which was our biggest sale to date. So yeah, that was, was bigger, even bigger than blackout. That was, that was even bigger than blackout. Uh, it was just a shorter time frame. So, you know, you did, you had uh, more time to fulfill a week's worth of orders, which we did very, very well. So we're kind of using that as our guideline of how quickly we can pick pack and what our bottlenecks were. And that's what we had a big team with a uh, big meeting with the t- uh, warehouse team yesterday to kind of go through that. So we feel like we're preparing well, but you're always going to get little surprises here and there. Like if we are data driven people, which we are, and you look at the data, the data tells us that we are up, you know, 70, 80% year on year. So if you apply that same rule to Black Friday, then 60,000 orders turns into close to 100,000 orders. So whether that's going to happen or not, again, we've got to look at all these possibilities. But if it does, you're in trouble operationally. I'm not, I'm not thinking about that. Okay. I don't want to even consider that. Let's not consider it then. <laughs> but I will say, like, it also depends how many units, like, like we don't need to get into units, but if the units, if the orders are high but the units per order are lower and we can get out some sort of number of orders, if we can get closer to 4,000 orders a day, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to think about it. It's because you're still looking at mid-December. Come on, let's think about it. No, no, no. No. Let me tell you how many units you can have to fucking sell. It's a lot of units. <laughs> a lot of units. Yeah, it's it's it's, <clears throat> it's a genuine conundrum. It's in but, the hundreds of thousands. That's all I'll say. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a conundrum that we'll have to have to manage. Um, but that is like the operational, and so we have the ooh, we have the retail. Um, Sorry, son. <laughs> we have the retail side which has its own um, operational and logistical issues of getting the stock to the stores so they can have the stock for customers during the sale. We have the e-com side where there's four different warehouses. We're trying to get out orders as fast as possible, but the orders are coming through online quicker than we can possibly get them out. Yep. And then obviously we have the hype and the hype cycle will be- The hype, uh, the social media, probably the Probably the next two or three weeks worth of- Hard yakka. So that's yep. what we're really deep diving into now. We've got some exciting plans on how we're going to hype the sale and how we're going to do it. Um, everyone knows Black Friday exists now in my opinion, so it's not like a thing where we need to surprise everyone. Nope. It's more about informing people of uh, what's going to happen during the sale and and the process behind the sale yep. and sort of like an explanation. And our theme. And our theme. We've always had a theme. Last yeah, year we had theme. a nice little comedic one. We took everyone to um, Elite football and had a bit of a kick around plus some other things that we did so this year we think 
this this idea is even better than that. So hopefully it comes out as well as <laughs> as well it does yeah, as it does in everyone's head because we were all pissing ourselves um, talking about it amongst ourselves. So yeah, that that process is a big one. And then I, I want to make a special uh, mention as well to Ooh. the girls that do the customer service as well Ooh. because that is. Yeah, again, extremely important. And from honestly, the the minute we press live till I would say mid-December, mid to late December, they are nonstop replying to emails and without them we would be kind of fucked because, you know, when you have over 60,000 orders, that's a lot of orders to fulfill, a lot of questions, uh, a lot of issues. So... Yeah, that the customer service team yep. is amazing. Yeah, so oh, they are amazing. Yeah, so everyone's amazing. Shout out to those guys. Um, and then what else? I think they're the main things. We get through that. We get to Christmas. This is why it's November, December because <laughs> now that we've got six retail stores, retail is bigger in, de- in December than what it is in November for us, at least. I don't know about everyone else, but I'm sure the data could tell us, but. Boxing Day during that crisp uh, during December is always hectic. During less for uh, online, but more for retail. Retail bananas. People yeah. go fucking bananas. So good for us. Uh, again, another strain on the the team, but yep. we dealt with it quite well last year, and I think we'll just you know keep trying to do better. I guess. Yeah, it's always an interesting time. That, yeah, that, that time of the year. The other thing that just jumps out at me is like with our plans for 2024 and our expansion generally, this is sort of the time where you want to be laying that groundwork yeah, um, yeah, well. to, to make moves, hire new people, um, build the team, have create we, the processes. Have we ever talked about what we do uh, in Jan and Feb? We ever mentioned that? I, th- I don't think we have, but we call it lay pipe season. Why is that? Lay pipe season yeah. sounds a little bit sounds a little bit naughty, but it's not. <laughs> it's, uh, it's the time of year where obviously uh, retail in Australia during summer goes down a little bit. Any commerce? Any commerce? Sorry, I think everything. Like yeah, yeah, building, everything, everything except um, probably tourism and tourism, hospitality, hospitality maybe. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's a time where everyone can catch a deep breath, reset, evaluate the year, uh, and make moves to set yourself up to be in a position to be successful in the following year. Yep. So uh, during Jan, Feb, you make hires, you create new processes, you implement new um, uh, applications in your tech stack, you test, you um, do all those types of things then because obviously one, it's not as busy. So if something goes wrong, it's less of a burden on on your top line revenue. Yep. And two, you actually have more time to – think about these issues yep. themselves, which is even bigger. Yep. Um, and obviously we, we next year have some some grand plans and um, we want to keep growing as a, as a brand. So that period obviously will have to be a little bit shorter, a bit of an incubated uh, period of, of, of growth. But we do plan to do all of those things that I've just mentioned during that, um, that Jan, Feb sort of timeline uh, because once you hit March – it starts all over again and you find l- less time. I'm not saying there's no time, but there's less time to make huge 
corrections to your processes yeah uh from march onwards just because you're so busy with launches and operational things opening stores um all of those burdens and then eventually you're at efe again yeah so it does move quickly <laughs> i think it's probably the best time of the whole year for us to think look at the business and just say i am now working on the business not that we don't do it uh, most days but to really look at it as a whole and to kind of just analyze and and critique and now obviously that we have more staff also use it as a time to kind of have uh like yearly reviews with everyone yeah. to see how they're going so it's it's probably now become a very crucial time of the year um just it's, it's where we scrutinize the status quo yeah we scrutinize we really have some time to think and ponder i mean this we could be very surprised this time around that now that the team has grown probably 50, 60% that we can, we might have less time to do that. Yeah. Um, but that's what it's been historically. And I actually can't wait for that this time of the year as well, because we always come up with some nice juicy things and, and uh, put everything in stone so that we can destroy for the rest of the year. So I'm jacked. <laughs> that'll be good. That's it's January. very exciting. Um, yeah. That's the next three months. Yep. So and it's, for now, as we said, this will be be the the last. What do you want to call it? The roundup. The, the wrap up. The wrap up. The roundup. The wrap like up that. for twenty twenty three for the pod. It's been very uh, educational for us. We've learnt a lot. It's uh, taught us things, and I hope you guys have enjoyed it as much as we have. And then, what do we say next year? It'll probably take a different look. Yeah. Yeah. Again. During Jan and Feb, we will scrutinize the status quo and there's lots of scrutinizing to be done on this mass pod. Yes, there is. Um, so I'll be saving you a seat and we'll be putting our heads together on on how we can take this uh, to another level, um, which I'm sure we will. And uh, I just want to say thank you to everyone that's listened and um, that we appreciate you and um, have a good rest of the year. Keep smashing it. Keep smashing it. Enjoy the festive season. Yeah. Enjoy the sun. I know it's going to be a hot one. And uh, yeah, much love. If we have been positive impacts in some form, then I think we've done our jobs and yeah. this has been uh, rewarding enough for that. So please, if you're listening and we have, we'd love to hear that. Thank you very much. Much love. Bye-bye. Bye.